Welcome to On The Couch with James Field and Ian Harris. It's episode 39 for the 4th of April, 2007. Well, hi James. Hi Ian, how's it going? Going well, how are you? I'm most excellent. I'm all rearing and ready to go for couch 43. Oh my goodness, it's, it's kind of like a middle, middle age. Oof, getting there, getting there, but still going strong. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Bags of news, lots of energy left on the old couch yet. So um, what are we going to talk about Ian? What's this, what are we talking about on this yeah. On The Couch podcast? We're going to talk about stuff in the UK, stuff in the rest of the world, content, content delivery, that sort of stuff, anything mm-hmm. to do with IPTV. Mobile. Uh, and a bit of gaming news, I think, this week. Definitely. And, mm-hmm. uh, and other stuff as well. It's so uh, wild and crazy that we think has to do with entertainment and technology. Unlike and the people looking through the window at us, making funny faces. We <laughs> shall ignore them for now. Indeed. Um, UK, um, what's going on? Well, I've, I've actually signed up to subscribe to this BT Vision service, which no, is... I'm very I guess excited that you've done that, because I really want to see what it looks like. probably our IPTV story as well, if yes. we think Because <laughs> we're always a bit thin on the ground, so I'm hoping to be, or I will be, a, uh, a guinea pig squeaking for IPTV here in the UK uh, on the BT Vision service, which uh, some of you may know is a collaboration with Microsoft. Uh, essentially, it seems to be a sort of hybrid service where I'm going to get digital terrestrial TV and a built-in DVR, uh, and there will be the opportunity to top up um, using so pay-per-view VOD, content. Right. Well, you can also, they had a, a kind of subscription VOD package you could... Oh, really? Uh, I don't know if it was... Still, they have a catch-up... They, they're well. claiming to have catch-up, but I don't think for everything. Right. I think for Channel 4, I believe. But I haven't actually looked at the programming yet, because I haven't got the box. So I'm, I'm going to have it installed in uh, next weekend, in fact, not this weekend. Fantastic. Um, also, uh, it's all been done for free. Not because I'm an industry tumper guy, it's because I said, <laughs> well, I'm going to move providers. And they went, oh, no, let us give you a free broadband phone and free phone numbers and free box and free wow. installation and everything. It's um, a pretty good deal then. What's, I mean, but I'm for, already, they for, want me to stay with BT, you see. So. Right. So for BT, it's kind of like a churn reducer, is yeah, that? Yeah. I mean, the reason I think we talked about it last week, I wanted to sort of avoid getting into trouble by downloading lots of uh, video content and going over my so many five gigs a month or something. Right, so I phoned so up and said, look, I want an all you can eat package. Yeah. Um, and I said, and someone else is offering it for this. And they went, oh, no, no, please do stay. Because I actually asked, how long is my lock in? And they said, oh, uh, you don't have a lock in, Mr. Mr. Field, no. Wow. Well, there we go. I'll be going then. Oh, no, no. I'll let me pass you over to our give it all away for free department. <laughs> Please do, I said. And I'd like to pay less. And they, they have. So, uh, all great. being well, um, the guy's going to come around with the box. I've got the wireless hub and voice thingy up and almost running. Um, so, mm-hmm. uh, we'll give you a bit of cool. that. But, I mean, it's, I think the... I might try the all-you-can-eat VOD package to see what's on there, see how... Good or bad, the content. Yeah, I'd be very interested to see what it's like mm. to actually, you know, the responsiveness of the system, what it's like to actually, you know, the data mm. that tells you about and the And is it HD ready? Recorded. I think there's an HDMI port on the back of the is box, there? but I don't know. I don't know. It could all be MPEG 4, the VOD. You know? Good point. All this and more because will be built at least two megabits, don't you? So. It says an HD ready television box. Wow. But okay, that can so mean a lot of things in this day and age. Exactly, just means an HDMI, but I, <laughs> I don't know if they have any HD content yet, but um, that's very cool. And two, right. two megabits per second, I think I can just about squeeze that out. And a, an 80-hour PVR. So 80 hours is probably... A 160 gig disk. Mm, 40 gigs, maybe, if it's MPEG-4. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Um, there we go. So that's UK news. We'll see what happens with that. Um, international news. What's going on there? Well, the... Uh, 
the international news of the day, we have is uh, something I found interesting. Comcast, who are probably the biggest cable provider in the US, have been using Microsoft's TV service in at least one... Seattle, I think it is, in Seattle, which, funnily enough, is the kind of hometown of uh, Microsoft, Indeed. I believe. Uh, they've decided to give Microsoft TV the big flick and go elsewhere. I guess basically they're probably taking this one, which may have been a trial out and putting in mm. whatever they've got everywhere else. So they reckon they've got 500,000 digital cable subscribers in Washington. Mm-hmm. And uh, they say that GuideWorks will be rolled out automatically to existing digital cable boxes, including PVRs, from June through September. But I mean, they're swapping essentially Microsoft's UI for the yeah. GuideWorks UI and it yeah. I mean reading in the story here GuideWorks is actually a joint venture between Gemstar mm. the IP, mm. IPR guys basically mm-hmm. behind mm-hmm. Guides and Comcast okay so it's really bringing it in house more than anything else yeah it sounds like and I think Comcast is while it's got a sort of umbrella company it's actually lots of kind of small operators in each town alright so, so it's kind one of brand and right. they kind of I guess leverage central stuff so right. um, but it it doesn't um doesn't look good for Microsoft in plain old TV. Obviously, they're, I guess they're betting everything on, betting the farm on IPTV. Mm. Um, so we'll, we'll see what happens. And uh, Microsoft is still claiming, no, Comcast is a big strategic partner. Um, so <laughs> They've just lost a big strategic partner then. Yeah, I don't quite know what that means exactly, but um, cable prices will not go up. <laughs> there we go. Mm. Well, I'm pleased about that. Okay. Brilliant-o. So... Um, Another kick in the pants for Microsoft there. Um, content news. As always, there's all sorts of things going on with content at the moment. Oh, yeah. Um, we heard about uh, EMI doing DRM-free stuff on iTunes. I don't know if that's actually there yet. Is it there yet, Ian? Have you? I haven't seen any, but, it, I mean, how do you tell? Like, yeah, how do you I tell mean, if a song's you're going to go EMI for the... Or not? You know, I don't know. You go by band as a pool, you know, singer as opposed to yeah, and a couple of the EMI tracks. Pay a bit more and get... I think the, the Beatles are on there, aren't they? I heard that uh, Paul McCartney's put all Paul this stuff McCartney's on Paul McCartney's solo stuff's on there now, but I don't, yeah. don't know about... And there was uh, some Beatles mess-ups, stuff. I think, on that famous artiste, Sophie Ellis Bexter, who was, I think, little-known fact, I think she was the uh, first person to be seen born on television. Was she really? Yeah, because her, her mother was a presenter on a Blue Peter, which is like a kid's show. Serious? Um, I didn't know this. And the this baby is, this was all... my non-English background. There we go. You're losing it there. You're, I'm sure wow. you can tell us all about John Howard and his Yard of Ale competitions, which <laughs> we don't know about. Um, so, yeah, so she apparently her tune, her song was released one week late on iTunes. Right. So she's saying, look, I'm not going to make the charts because it's not on iTunes. Wow. Um, we've had people who released early on iTunes and have yes. jumped the charts. So, yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. all... I guess at the end of the day, it's a massive system with huge amounts of data on it and humans involved somewhere, so yes. something's going to go yes. wrong. Um, one, one typo and your, your album's released a month earlier, you know, <laughs> see uh, the way it works. Um, so that wasn't really the main story. The main story was Amazon have, have decided on their amazing, is it mm. Unbox, their, their store? Or are they launching a new thing, which is kind of... I don't un- know that they've given it a name, really, other than yeah. the fact that they're doing, they're doing a music store. Right. I guess they're calling it the Amazon Music Store. Uh, we'll offer millions of songs mm. from 4,000 record labels DRM-free. But not free. Not free, but yeah. DRM-free. Okay, I mean, MP3s, I guess. I mean, I think what they're doing there is they obviously got a lot of traffic through the Amazon portal. Oh, so just, there'll be just another little tab on the top saying, yeah. Would you like an MP3 with this? Buy your MP3s. 
assuming it is MP3s. I mean, what's I mean, you're a bit of an audio file, and I mean, mm. your MP3s are going to need a higher bit rate than your AACs typically, right? To get an equivalent audio Typ- quality. Well, I mean, typically, 196, 198. Typically, a 198 kilobits AAC file does sound better than a 128 kilobits MP3 mm-hmm. file, but um, to the average person, you know, listening to their iPod on the tube. You're not yeah. going to be able to tell much difference. Only Golden Ears is going to crack that one, crack that one sorry. That's oh. right. Mm, okay, what else is going on? Um, ABC, Big American Network. Um, yep, so they've uh, decided to start streaming TV shows on the net. And they've got the classics free. such as what, Lost, Desperate Housewives, Grey's Anatomy, the new hit um, Ugly Betty, which is that Ugly Betty. From a telenovela adaptation. Yes. From yes. Uh, they've decided to uh, start streaming in HD on the web. Mm. I guess the theme of the story is... Uh-oh. 720p, this is right. Uh, yeah, oh, uh, where's all the bandwidth going to come from to deliver that? Well, uh, someone's paying, aren't they? I guess that's the... Um well, the, I mean, the argument is even, even the sort of all-you-can-eat broadband packages, mm. as you found out, are not all-you-can-eat. They're kind of most of what you can eat but don't have dessert. You <laughs> Just know? please don't watch video, especially yeah, not yeah. HD video. I mean, my Apple TV, it mentions there's a reference here to Xbox, iTunes Store and Xbox Live. Um, have caused maybe web traffic to surge. My Apple TV, I can already watch streaming or on-demand HD VOD content, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which is why I'm well, glad. I've, or no, it's previews, previews at the moment, but, but well, I guess... That'll come, won't it? Yeah, I mean, they're HD previews and trailers, mm-hmm. so um, as you, obviously you can do on a, a PC as well. So, so they're already seeing the spike yeah. in the network. That'll be interesting to so see. But there's no kind of... They're, they're going to trial it, I suppose, but they'll probably have a cap right. as well on there. You don't mm. want to end up. I guess mm. maybe you, like I say, you don't want to end up being like YouTube and serving all this data and, <laughs> yeah, and being right, too popular. Then someone will buy you. <laughs> hey, isn't it easy? Fantastic. Um, Still, I don't see. I mean, it's not a big deal. Like they're going from eight hundred by six hundred resolution to twelve eighty by seven twenty. So it's what twenty five percent more. Bandwidth? No, it's got to be double the pixels. You reckon? No, not. Well, maybe my maths is. Uh, as good say eight hundred six hundred interlaced, I guess. To yeah, but then, I mean, pixel wise, yeah. it's got to be probably double, hasn't it? Double res. Depending mm. on how you measure resolution, I'm sure we could write a mm. white paper on that one. Um, MySpace, uh, that famous community site, has uh, announced that it's going to be launching a branded news and entertainment video channels, um, which I guess is they already have all the um, kind of virally shared video stuff mm. already. So this is just putting in some stuff from. I guess uh, National Geographic, New York Times, Reuters. So a lot of the, I guess the News Corp properties, um, and IGN. Yeah, so, so they're basically, they're, I guess they're making the most of the traffic and turning it into a kind of television portal as well. Is that right? I guess that's the idea. Uh, whether it'll be a, a channel, a web channel. I guess if people are sitting there chatting on MySpace, mm. might as well be watching TV at the same time. So if if they keep them on the same screen, that'll mm-hmm. work quite well. Super duper. Um, there's also been some industry pundits saying that download to own is dead. I mean, I'm well, not sure it was ever alive, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, you what, never own anything these days. You license exactly, it. Exactly, right? exactly. It's all licensed. But I guess mm. what Forrester is saying here is that uh, they reckon uh, it's going to peak this year and then gradually decline. Right. Uh, instead of download to own, as in uh, the, that kind of purchasing model, they're saying that the, the ad-funded shows are going to be the one that, ones that take off. So, so you'll be streaming. Streaming or download to watch ads for free as opposed to... Yeah, I mean, top and tailing, I think we're talking about putting ads mm. on the front of content or on the back of content. Mm. That's probably going to be where we're going. Um, 
but you know that's just someone trying to some pundit trying to get some business by the looks of things I mean I think so I mean Forrester come out with some really yeah. wild and crazy stuff quite regularly but but they're good good uh, sound bites good quotations it's free right. is going to win said said <laughs> McIvy or something that's what it says when you could yeah. I mean some people would say free's already winning I mean look at BitTorrent oh, yeah, and things exactly. like that but it's free but with a business model I think is probably the distinction right? yes um, and speaking of uh, speaking of downloads Disney mm-hmm. announced they've sold nearly 24 million TV shows through iTunes which seems like TV shows not movies and stuff yeah 24 million episodes and 2 million films so what I mean what episodes do they have you know I mean uh, Cars and Pirates the of the Caribbean are they're the movies but it's, movies. it's all those lost and desperate housewives and are they all I guess ABC is Disney isn't it the same kind yeah. of group yeah, yeah. there's like 250 different Mm. shows you can actually get through iTunes yeah that's true because I can see all the previews on my Apple TV but I can't mm, watch you them can't actually watch <laughs> I can see the trailers but I cannot see them um, so I mean maybe those those two things are sort of juxtaposed really on there's download yeah, to own long, <laughs> long live download to own download to own is dead um, D, DTO I think I'm just trying to coin new acronyms to sort of confuse people generally but mm. uh, yeah that's pretty um, people didn't know there was a DTO until they know now that it's dead <laughs> anyway Dead to own. <laughs> Dead to own. Who knows? Okay, um, so you've got this penguin story. What's going on there? Well, we you know we used to talk a lot about Second Life and stuff like that. And there's quite a few of these um, virtual world kind of things out there. I guess, the, and Second Life is a community. There's no game involved, and clearly there's a number of these around. Um, which I must admit, I'd only heard of a few of them. Neopets, I think I'd heard of. Mm-hmm. Um, Habo Hotel, I'd heard of as well. Uh, Cyworld, Gaia, RuneScape, Webkinds, Inns, I've never heard of, I don't know myself. <laughs> no, never heard um, of those and one, Another one I'd never heard of is this one called Club Penguin, mm-hmm. which is, seems to be a, a Canadian sort of company or something, but someone's looking to buy them for half a billion dollars. Half a billion and it's kind dollars. Of, and this is, as far as I can see, a, a kid-friendly um, virtual mm-hmm. world where basically you can um, and the thing I quite liked about it is you, you don't have to subscribe you can do it for free right? but it's one of these things where you, you can accessorize if you pay money and you get, oh, okay, you so get you coins and you can buy things and there's lots of sub themes where you can go in and there are secret you can become a secret agent and, and where you talk to people is mm-hmm. very structured you can have and they have different servers with different styles so structured talk is basically you can only select from a list like some of the early text based adventure right. games so you can't say anything bad Okay, and, and there's can't. strict moderation as well. So if you do right. use free speech on some servers, they have moderators, and you'll be booted off if you, you say anything say remotely dodgy. So it's kind of a safe online community right. world. Are uh, you a penguin in this? I world? believe you are a penguin, um, <laughs> unless it's just called Club Penguin because it's two chocolate biscuits here in the UK. I don't know. <laughs> it seems an odd. Maybe it's a chocolate biscuit okay, so eating club. It's a kid-friendly virtual world. Yeah, and they take they obviously make a fair amount of cash because there is a subscription. They claim to have half a million mm. active users, so that makes it wow. uh, what a thousand? No, yeah, ten thousand dollars a ten thousand dollars. No, a no, I'm mad. One one dollar a user. No, five hundred million. Wow, five hundred million for five hundred thousand active subscribers. That's a thousand dollars a sub for a virtual world, which is kind of a, a bit higher than a lot of cable no, TV no, no, systems. That's a hundred dollars. Hundred dollars. Any advance on $100? dollars well, I mean, five I don't know. That's still a lot of money for... Too many beers at lunchtime, Ian. <laughs> it's a lot <laughs> of money. Right. But, it, I mean, it's in, but it rates the game business there. If that's a subscription game business, that puts it in the same mm. league as cable TV mm. to value it yeah, at exactly. half a billion dollars. Exactly. Um, 
for half a million users. I think that's quite a Actually, quite that's, that's probably true. In fact, well, for most, um, I mean, the, the average revenue per user would be much higher in a cable or a satellite yeah. business, but still... Um, but it's almost like a, a franchise. They're not paying for the, I don't know, clearly people set up their own servers because it's community. People want to host it themselves right. and have their own kind of things. Hmm. Um, I think one of the issues here, and I've, I've seen this on some of these kind of uh, apprentice programs I've got on the TV, is that one of the mandates of this kind of child-friendly thing is they give percentage of their profits over to um, charity. And okay. clearly cool. some, well, it's, it's a good thing, but if a mm. philanthropist is, you know, philanthropist and entrepreneur putting half a billion in there, he's going to say, what, you want to, I'm putting half a billion dollars in here <laughs> and you want to give 10% of it to charity? <laughs> Hello! You know, that doesn't, you know. Yes. So there's obviously some issue there. Um, mm. But I mean, obviously, I think um, other people that were bidding this uh, other than this um, so, I mean it's Sony who's bought them and they're looking to maybe tie it in with it I guess they can use the branding of the characters in the Sony PlayStation world is it called PlayStation World or something or it's what's called it? Home or something Home yeah, yeah whatever Home is maybe Home's so looking they want a bit, to tie into that and have a yeah, friendly maybe Home's a little too hot and they want some penguins in there or something <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how it works um, but I mean that's I think that really puts the virtual worlds kind of on the map and I think that's the yeah I mean you, you're right it does bring it up into that kind of broadcaster level franchise mm. type area. it's a subscriber model yeah. um, the yeah, margins are, are very high because the users create their own content well exactly you don't it's almost like subscription YouTube where people exactly I mean uh, you've got you've got bandwidth costs you've got server costs and you know a few bits and pieces and some billing stuff and there is this moderation side here but mm. um, no it seems to be a pretty good model really mm, okay where do we sign up yes I think we should uh, mm. club penguin where can we go with that <laughs> um, so um Mobile. Now, obviously, mm. the world's getting all excited about the pending iPhone launch, which I think is, what, end of June is the latest one. End of June, okay. Um, there was, I don't know if you saw the news story this week of how, um, I think, Engadget or Ask Technica, one of the, the blog yeah, sites, mentioned Gadget. that, oh, yeah. iPhone's going to be late and Apple stock dropped by 7% <laughs> momentarily for a few hours. Someone obviously made a fortune. Someone made a stack um, You know, $7 or something it dropped by, you know. Wow. But now it's risen, you know, it's like $110 a, a share or something right. ridiculous like that. Um, so the, the iPhone's coming. iPhone's coming. People are already selling skins and things for it. And there's obviously still no word about what's going on in Europe with iPhone. Mm. And so have they made any, any decisions about whether you can put you know, third-party apps on the iPhone? No, I heard that Steve Jobs was still troubled by it or something. <laughs> I don't know what that quite means. Which way can we make more money? Yeah, yeah. But I've heard more games and stuff coming out on the... Um, iPod, I think uh, oh, Electronic right. Arts and stuff are doing more games for okay. announced That's games good. for iPod. So um, it's obviously something working there. Um, so back to iPhone. They're saying obviously people who who like iPods are probably going to go for an iPhone or maybe. Mm-hmm. Two. And so people are holding off. AT and T are getting very worried when they launch in the US about they've got everyone to cancel the holidays and things like that. So things are. Right. Looking, well, I hope it actually fulfills on the promise. I mean. People are going to be mighty upset if it, if, uh, if it doesn't, I suppose. Um, what else is going on in phones, Ian? Uh We have Nokia, who's doing their part for global warming by... Uh, it's a really quite simple thing that I, even I hadn't mm. realised. You know when you plug your mobile in and you charge yeah. it? When you pull your phone out, mm. you're actually still consuming electricity, even though your phone's A little bit in the buggy in. thing that's in the wall, yeah. Yeah, so if you multiply that by, you know, the six mm. billion phones that are out there, you're actually... St- consuming a lot of electricity or even if you're letting it kind of trickle charge it's using a bit more i suppose yeah. it's so the phone essentially what it beeps or something when it's full 
this yeah. other, so it beeps and gets annoying. And I, actually, you know, I think this is a UK mm. thing because in my house, every appliance beeps. And I don't mean just beeps once. I mean, it incessantly beeps until you do something about it. So, uh, you know, having one more beepy thing would just drive you insane. So, so, yeah, a lot of things do beep. Dishwasher, the washing machine, the microwave. The oven, the, everything beeps. Yeah, yeah, non-stop. Anyway, so now the mobile phones are going to beep yeah. when you... What's it? My oven beeps when it starts, beeps when it stops, <laughs> beeps when right, it gets to the temperature, beep, 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 beep. Anyway, um, so, yeah, so what you need to do is unplug the charger or turn it off. Yeah. Because, you know, most people just leave the charger plugged in and just whack their phone in. Yeah. When, when well, you're on it on and turned on. I mean, I do try and flick the old thingy off, but it, I think you. a lot of this depends on your, if your charger, one mm-hmm. of the good things actually going back to the BT Vision story is that yeah. the, the power supply for the BT Vision box, 12 volts, 3 amp rated actually, so it can also chuck out the juice when it needs to. Yeah. Um, but that is, uh, it's not a, a, not a transformer-based one, so it's really quite small and doesn't, get, doesn't lose a lot of heat. It's very efficient. Okay, so it's Whereas the one I had before from BT is a massive transformer right. kicking out loads of heat, highly yep. inefficient. So, um, it's, well, it's the thing with power, I mean, power supplies do make a difference. Mm. Switch mode power supplies, which um, can be efficient, can be, can be very efficient because mm. um, a lot of the energy is not lost in basically trying to shove big magnetic fields around. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. no, that's good. We like to see that because I think obviously phones, I was speaking to someone this week and They'd done. They'd celebrated their billionth sale of mobile phone technology or something. Oh my goodness! Hmm, okay, uh, quite a large one. Um, what else is going on in uh, phone land? Oh yeah, there was a story uh, picked up again, a bit more maybe as a segue into games. Uh-huh. Um, is uh, obviously we've talked about the Wii before and how it's got these accelerometers in it. Mm. Um, unsurprisingly, a logical thing there is to put accelerometers in phones, right? Um, which is uh, so you can actually play the games with a sort of haptic movement so you can uh, the classic one is moving a marble on a maze around a maze board with holes in oh, right. so, so you can just move the, the phone around or you can yeah, cool. throw the ball into the basket and all this kind of stuff yeah, so you, people will neat. start to wave their phones around <laughs> fantastic well, so can you, can you hang up by chucking it away or well I guess so many things like you could change channel on your TV by just giving it a flick there are already yeah. mp3 players out there where you can change channels just by shaking them there's a I think oh, sensor cool. I've got a shake or something Excellent. you give it a shake and change tracks but yeah so that's pretty logical these little accelerometers mm. going to mm. so obviously first in Japan but no doubt once the games appear they will kind of make sense we like the sound of that because that's uh, I mean if that's the latest in gaming then you know this uh, this month is quite a auspicious occasion for video games generally because it was actually 40 years ago that the first video game which apparently was Pong right uh, is, was actually released. So there you go. Forty years of video gaming at home. Yeah. Who would have thought it'd be that long? That's that's a long time. It is a long time. That's before I was born. <laughs> it's an awfully long time ago. And people still like playing pong. Yeah, I bet they do. Yeah, it's true. It's all there. Um, another announcement we picked up on was this um, new game development environment for kids, which um, which is called Scratch, and it's come out of MIT. Uh, right. Media Lab, mm-hmm. and it's basically it seems to be a sort of like Lego, but for computer games or animation or something like this. So you can put right. together little bits and pieces and put them together. And it's I think the good example I heard was, um, and you're a great software guy, in is that if you're writing code until it's 100 percent right, typically it won't work. So yes. for kids getting yes, into exactly. programming, it's very frustrating because yeah, you need to do a lot before you get any sort of and nothing happens at all. Yeah. So this is something where you can see little bits of it working immediately and yeah, it produces right. instant results. But it's, 
Very is cool. uh, and using little um, drag and drop methodology to build up behaviors and uh, environments. It sounds like fun. So, um, so a glance at the Scratch website says the uh, news article we've got here reveals a kaleidoscope of projects created by kids. Stories about polar bear schools, space attack games, breakdancing performance. I guess this is maybe it's like Silverlight, but for kids. We talked about oh, <laughs> So you kind of plug things together and create yeah. new things. Well, so I did try and have a look at this, but it was obviously very popular because the website just couldn't handle the... <laughs> couldn't uh, handle the... But it's a multi-platform um, environment. And they're saying they're relating there to Lego and the Lego Mindstorms, and you can create media-rich applications. Um, but it's kind of, it seems to be web-based as well. And obviously coming out of MIT... They're looking at running on the one laptop per child, the OLPC, which ah, I right, heard also well. shipped um, this week as well. Uh, I don't know, Chile or something. There was some. Right, so they've actually shipped some. Allegedly, yeah. some of them um, hmm. shipped. Uh, obviously, not with Scratch on, but uh, they're beginning to get out there. Uh, I also actually saw talking of the, I guess talking back of the, um, the haptic stuff. Mm. Quite a cool. My my dad's into um, astronomy, and uh, he was. Uh, I, I saw this thing, which is like a. Like a telescope, but it's got a built-in right. GPS and a built-in accelerometers and a built-in compass and a built-in computer. <laughs> right. So you can basically look through it, uh-huh. point at stuff, and it'll tell you what it is. Wow. So you can... Like stars and things. You yeah, know. stars. Right. And, and equally, you can say, I want to go to this star, and it will uh-huh. tell you how to, to point... It'll t- wow, show you how to find that it would by... Be really cool. So you can look at it, and it's got a little earpiece, so it'll, you can click, and it'll say, oh, this is Ursa Duda or whatever. Oh, that's uh, really it doesn't have the magnification thing. It, so I guess you obviously have to live in a sort of very bright sky. Uh, mm-hmm. But apparently you can hook it up to a, uh, cool. a telescope or something. That's thing called, uh, it's called Cover Scout or something. But it looked like quite a cool gadget. I mean, it's just amazing something that small in your hand that you mm. can just whizzle it all mm. and it knows precisely where, and where it's pointing, where, and it's, pointing, where it's at yeah. and everything. I think that's quite, quite clever. So I think, I mean, you, you were um, talking earlier on about mobile stuff about how phones, the, the most desired features are television and, and GPS. Mm. Um, we had a conversation in the car driving here about GPS and how it's you know, changed the way you drive. I mean, Absolutely. You, n- you never and, quite uh, know where you are. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully, I mean, me uh, being a non-native Briton, it's very yeah. handy for me not knowing anything or where to go. I can just say, go there, and, and uh, I'm not worried at, you know, where I need to turn off or where I need to go. or yeah. So... Well, that's fine. I, I don't know if I told you the story. The first time I went to see Microsoft in the, in the Valley, um, they gave me the address, but whoever had entered the address into the GPS database, had got oh, a, right. it was a typo. Oh, no. <laughs> and so it didn't know where I was going. And I was like, oh, my God, I've just, you know, I've got the rental car with the, the GPS mm-hmm. function and stuff, and it didn't know where to, So I managed to get roughly there, and I had to phone up and say, look, it's, oh, yeah, you just got to enter it in the database. It's got the wrong spelling, and this is how you write it. Wow. So... Uh, there's a few years back, but I guess, again, it is very handy if you don't know where you're going, as long as it's... it's uh, well, um, I guess if, uh, if you have a mobile phone with GPS in it and a television, then at least you can watch TV when you don't know where you are. This would be the idea. <laughs> as long as you're not doing it while Help, you're driving. Help! Shut up and watch TV. <laughs> That's right. But then, yeah, but they can tell where you are on the mobile phone anyway. You don't need the GPS. It's, bit, it's, like, it's a bit like, you know, you could work out, you need a, you could work out roughly where you are, but if you know, know precisely where you are, the GPS does come mm. in handy. Mm. Um, but again, you have to have the GPS. The antenna needs to be in the right place, and it's another antenna trouble, I suppose, for the antenna yeah. designers to put that. It's about one and a half gigs the antenna for GPS, so you've got to have that in there, and your, your mm. quad band 
bone antenna and the, as well. The TPS electronics now are getting very small, mm. but you're, you're right, you still without the anything antenna. poking out of, yeah. of the phone because people don't like pokey out. Yeah, antenna. there's no more pokey out antennas, are there? No, I mean I haven't seen a phone with a pokey out antenna for a while. For quite some time. Yeah. Well, I think that probably wraps us up for this week. I think it does indeed, Ian. Well, um, great to, to hear from you, and I do really like your emails of encouragement and top stories you send yeah. us. Um, you send it to feedback at onthecouchpodcast.com. And uh, do have a look. Write us reviews on iTunes, all this kind of stuff, whatever you like. Get it out there. We really appreciate it. Fantastic. All right, well, have a great week. It's bye from Ian. And bye from James. Cheers now. <laughs> <laughs>